You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Chop Up tonight. I'm your lovely host, Girls for the Girls, and uh, my boy Spence is on vacation. My man is on vacation, so uh, I'm the MC on the mic tonight. Uh, glad to have you guys here on the Buffalo Rumblings Big Cast Network. Man, it's uh, it's been, you know, I just want to let y'all know that I'm 40, all right? I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, any college football, but Mike Gundy, he was like, me, I'm a man, I'm 40. That's me now. Uh, I've joined the ranks of uh, all the old heads that 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 evaluate football on the couch. I'm, am I hot right now? Am I a hot boy? Because I'm on fire. But I'm, I'm rocking the mic at 40, man. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here. You know, I went to California. Um, I was out there since Thursday. Did some deep. Your boy went deep sea fishing. Okay. And let me tell you, man, like I'm not. I'm going to be real. Like I'm not a. a, a a sea at sea guy. I, I've realized this, you know, once the, once I saw the waves and the wind and the, and the front of the boat kind of dipped down, nose dive down. And then these, I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. But, uh, I'm here, man. I got a little leg tattoo. So, you know, I'm a little zaddy out here, but anyway, that's enough about me and my weekend. I just want to include you guys, but we got a special show for y'all tonight. We got a very special show for y'all tonight. I got two of my guys. Two of my guys are going to be joining me. We're going to talk some Bills. We're going to uh, talk about the Bills maybe being an offensive purgatory. I'll explain that later in the show. We had a signing today. And then we're going to talk about some draft fits for the Bills and and do a, a, a mock draft. So it's kind of like because I wasn't here on Monday because I was doing my thing. Now I'm here and I got I got some friends with me. So without further ado, let me let me, let me throw my guys in here. We got we, we what's up what's up so we got uh Eric Brown what's up yeah y'all 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 might know who this is and uh Anthony I he's doing blackface right hey yo now. what's going on man no, no one can see you Anthony um well, you can't see me no nope. that's weird you're not gonna nope. be able to see the wool jacket that's a problem I can yeah. see me can you yeah. hear me uh we can hear you but we cannot see you oh so I, I feel, maybe I'm the new uh Bruce Nolan see you just can't see well, me well you're not that do I really cool. exist <laughs> yeah. uh so Let's why don't you a so 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 turn your camera on first of all that'd be great oh, but, uh, on. I can see me which is a weird thing so let me let me let me bounce out and bounce yeah, back yeah, in there you whatever. go there you go all right so we got my guys from uh the old hoof podcast man it's, it's been a minute been too long man been too long it's, thanks it's, for having us on yeah, it's it's been a it's been a while, man. So it's definitely we talk regularly, but I know uh, people haven't really seen seen us do this in this setting in this capacity in quite some time. So Eric, what, uh, tell tell what you've been doing, man. What you been up to? Uh, you know, we started our own channel last year. Um, you know, called the Hoof Podcast, and uh, we really focused on odds. You know, Anthony's big on the bets. Uh, focus on analysis, more league wide, but you know. You know, previously to that, we were together five years, you and I doing Bill's podcasting, Anthony yep. as well. So, um, 
you know, trying to get back into the Bills. We missed doing that, but uh, Anthony was on fire with his picks last year. Just so everybody knows. That's right. We did. Yeah. We did. We had a very good pick year for me. That, that was he, fun. He that did. Was I, had a, I had a horrible year. I think I was at like 30%. <laughs> but Anthony was, you know, 55, 60% on his picks. On, that was on all the picks. My all my pick picks. six, it was it was close to 70, 68%, right. which is anything over 50 is damn good. So that's even better. <laughs> well, nobody cares, Anthony. Yeah, it was that? fun. Well, it was once fun. the season's over, it's over. It made yeah. the Fresh season fun, for sure. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. We're all at 0-0 now. Right, nobody right. knows what's going to happen. And I only say that because my picks weren't that great, to be honest. Uh, I even stopped doing tally side. I'm like, you know what, F this, because it, it was like one of those years where it was, it was. extremely hard to predict. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I lost money trying to bet, and I, I just – I was the loser. So if you're, if yours was on point, man, uh, good for you. But it's glad to have you guys uh, here tonight as guests on the uh, Buffalo yeah. Rumblings Bitcast Network. It's great to get the band back together. Thank you for having us, Sterling, because this is, you know, it's always good to talk football with you guys. Everything comes naturally, and, and man, we get it flowing, right? <laughs> All right, so as we jump into this thing, um, you know, the Bills, uh, good season turn, bad. Good season turn, not fulfilled, I would say. Uh, you know, now our listeners have heard me rant about, talk about uh, the shortcomings of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and that playoff loss to the Bengals. But I really haven't had an opportunity to hear y'all's opinion on maybe, you know, the thoughts of the game and where, where we are in the offseason right now. Uh, Eric, let's start with you there. Um, you know, the Bills lost that game, what, 27 to 10, I believe. Mm. Uh, it really wasn't close um, right. at all. The score showed us. but Non-competitive. It, right? it was non-competitive. So <laughs> so what, what, what are your thoughts? Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I I thought, you know, the Bills had a great season. It was so fun being a part of that as a fan, you know, like, you know, they were competing for the one seed, which was the first goal to get out of the way, right? And that, that came right down to the wire, you know, some things out of out of our hands or out of their hands happened and it kind of cost them the one seed. But, uh, you know, things got a little shaky towards the end of the season with Miami. I think everyone was a little nervous for the wild card game. And then the wheels fall off for, for Cincinnati. And we all know Cincinnati's too good for that to happen. So I think the way it ended was extremely disappointing. Mm-hmm. We were expecting kind of a, a repeat of the Kansas city game last year, right? Like if they lost that way with a back and forth with Joe Burrow, I think we'd be having a different conversation, but the fact that it was a home playoff game, they worked so hard to get and just got pretty much got embarrassed the whole game. Couldn't get back in. 
offense falls apart. Josh Allen didn't, you know, I'd say mediocre game for him. Um, I, I think that hurts. And now we have to wait all these months to next season to see what this team actually is. So the, with that, I think it's hope season, right? Draft coming up, free agency in the books, you know, a little bit ongoing still, but um, overall I need a splash from this team. Okay. In the okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Again, you're second to Pat Mahomes and passing touchdowns. You know, Josh Allen's, uh, He's after Pat Mahomes was one, Joe Burrow two, Josh Allen three. That hurts there because it's it's a three-way competition in the AFC, right? Those are the top three quarterbacks in the league right now. We want our guy to win and stop finishing second and third. Oh, that's a good point. So we got to get over the hump, and I need a player like DeAndre Hopkins would do enough for me. Okay. Hold on. This point, the brakes though, on the DeAndre Hopkins. I know, I know. Yeah. At this point, though, my point is they just haven't done enough yet for me mm. to be satisfied. I'll say that. Mm. Okay. Anthony, what you got? Uh, well, going back to going back to the playoff loss, I was actually at the Miami game, the first playoff game, right? And and obviously that did not go how we thought it was going to go either, right? Mm-hmm. You're facing a backup quarterback, third string quarterback, really, but backup. And uh, you know, you think this is the game we're just going to walk through and be, uh, you know, an easy game for us. And it was not. It was stressful at the stadium, a lot more stressful than I thought it was going to be. Being there was my first playoff game uh, in Buffalo, so I was excited for that, and I enjoyed it, but it didn't leave you with a lot of confidence going into the next game, that's for sure. Uh, And then obviously with a loss like that, it was was heartbreaking and just shocking, right? Shock is the only word you can use. I went back, I was watching it in the man cave, the game, and went back upstairs, and my wife saw me, and she's like, "Are, are you okay? Partially because she knew the Bills were losing, right? And they lost the game. And, you know, that she knows how that affects me in a negative way. But it was just the, sh- the look on my face. I was just shocked, right? Because this was a totally new feeling in 35 years of being a Bills fan, right? I have never seen my team with Super Bowl or bust aspirations have all of this dramatic pressure up and down feelings during the ceiling season of all the stuff that happened that we know happened during the year. And then just having it hit a wall, losing the way we lost, like Eric said, with the, just getting our butts beat and and the defense not showing up, right? You're like, come on, this is defense is what we are. And, and with Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier and, you know, after, through the years of why the bills have gotten better, Josh Allen and the defense always good every year. That's all you needed. But, um, it was just it was just a brand new feeling as a Bills fan. You were supposed to be there, and right, now we're right. not. How do I feel about that? I don't know. There's no – how do you go get over the hump to look forward to the next season? In that moment, it was very hard for that, and I think I was caught up personally in the emotions of the season, in the DeMar Hamlin stuff, in all of the stuff that happened, Knox losing his brother. All of that stuff just hit me in that moment like, damn, this was supposed to be our year. Yeah. This was supposed to be it. We needed it for those guys. And part of me also looked forward knowing this team is going to change in ways that are bigger and not necessarily better, right? So we Tremaine Edmonds and Jordan Poyer at the time, now we know how that's worked out. But you knew that was going to be a big change. The, the offense, you know, is it going to still be the same? Coaching, I mean, it just left so many questions in your head of how am I going to look more optimistic into next season how is next season going to be more optimistic than this and yeah. and it's hard to see that even now i think still being where we were at last year at this time and now 
Yeah, no, it, it definitely is unfortunate. Uh, I think we're, we were all in a similar headspace when yeah. they lost. I mean, it was, I think for a lot of us, for me, you know, being, it was, I was taken back by it. I did not expect them to kind of get mopped up like that. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it was a, it was a rough time, but moving forward, I mean, it's been a few months and we've had some time to kind of exhale the demons. Right. And we were in for agency and like some of you, you know, like Daryl mentioned in the chat uh, about a splash, Eric, you mentioned it here on air. And I don't feel like the bills have gotten that splash. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and part of me is like, are we at a place where we shouldn't even expect it moving forward? But like you said, Anthony and Eric, you guys alluded to the fact that the Bills are, are kind of in this three-way arms race for the AFC. And I feel like right now the Bills haven't done enough. Mm -hmm. They haven't done enough uh, to, to, to move the, the needle forward. So um, with – the recent free agent acquisitions today, we got Jordan Phillips last week. It was Taylor Rapp. You know, where do you guys feel uh, about a splash or, or the Bills? Maybe the Bills not doing enough. What are your thoughts on that? I got Eric. two thoughts. Two thoughts. We'll start with the defense. You know, Sean McDermott mentioned in the most recent press conference at the annual meeting, uh, it's a competition to replace Tremaine with who's on the roster right now. Right? Mm -hmm. And then those guys, you know – you know, is it Spectre? We have um, Throw Bernard, know, Bernard, right? Which we don't know a lot about. We have Dodson, right. which we've seen right. in a limited capacity. Matakavich, I, I doubt will compete, but he's in the <laughs> yeah. he's in the hunt, right? To me, that's a, a huge hole. So there's a void there. You know, I don't feel comfortable mm -hmm. with what we have right now. Getting Poyer back was huge. The depth at safety is great. We, we kind of don't know what's going on with that Oliver. Is he going to be on the team next year? If he is, I think that's huge. Uh, I, I do think the Bills are going to rely heavily on Von Miller next year to get a pass rush. Um, the cornerbacks look that deep, right? I expect they'd be the same or better. So really that one linebacker spot is where I get a little nervous. But now is the time to switch to an offensive team, right? Let's stop building defense so much. Let's get the offense up to par, right? You have a once in a generation quarterback with that plays an extra game every year. Why can't we focus on breaking some records, right? Let's, let's throw some passing touchdowns, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think Josh Allen could beat 55 passing touchdowns if he had enough weapons, maybe you know, the elements, but I'm not saying that that should be the expectation, but when you're building the team, why not that let's go for it. Right. Yeah, I, I think they need to I think they need to shift their focus. Uh, but, you know, the funny thing is, I don't feel like they're going to now they did make two signings. Right. Yep. Uh, in terms of weapon wise, they, they went out and they got uh, Deontay Hardy. Right. And they got Trent Sherfield, sure. um, who these are guys. <laughs> yeah, they're just a guy. I mean, yeah. really, well, they're, I mean, they're when you think about it, number four receivers. Right? Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> and, I think and, we've upgraded our number four receiver. So. And even just by doing that, I, I can say that the Bills are just – they're a little bit better going into this season as they were last year. That should tell you how bad they were last year. Now, outside of Stephon Diggs, mm -hmm. uh, underutilized Dawson Knox, which I, for the life of me, don't know why we underutilized him. 
I think defense has evolved. Could be some of that, but we'd have to check the film. Uh, uh, right. We, we would have to look at the all 22, but even looking at the all 22, I'm just, I'm just, there's opportunities for Dawson to eat. So I, I look at those things and it, it just has me uh, flabbergasted, bro. And it, and it really is frustrating. Uh, Anthony, with those yeah. two additions, you know, uh, what, what, what kind of success do you feel like Josh Allen can get out of these two receivers, Trent Sherfield oh. and Deontay Hardy? I, I do. I, you know, that that's a great way to frame it. And I think saying that, I think they can, you know, reach higher than their potential in the NFL so far. Right. I agree with you, Sterling, that both of these guys move the needle up. But it's it's not an exciting up, right? So you release Isaiah McKenzie, you replace him with one of these two guys, right? So I would I would probably say Sheriffield more in that role. Um, and then you have to think about their role in this offense. How how is that going to move the team forward, right? We all knew going out now that Gabriel Davis seemed to not fill that number two hole, right? So does Deontay Hardy sound like he's going to fill that number two role? No, right? Um, so I'm not exactly excited about these moves, but they do move the needle. So if you take it one position at a time, quarterback, sure, we got Kyle Allen. I consider that pretty neutral. Uh, wide receiver, we we upticked a little, replacing Isaiah McKenzie, I think, because he had his chance two years, didn't do it, right? It, it's I love Isaiah McKenzie as a person, as a player, but he just didn't get what we needed to, out of him, right? And I think Trent Sherfield will be the guy to kind of play that replacement wide receiver four role. Um, and they're better route runners, right? I think. Right. Both those guys, you know, and, and yards after catch, right? Right. Bean, I always say, Bean doesn't lie, right? He went to the mic in the beginning of the offseason and said, "We need Yak, right? We need." So these two guys could increase Yak, right? Um, more so than what we were getting. However, I am still looking to add at wide receiver for sure. I'm looking draft no matter what. I don't care if we sign this guy, that guy, and another. You draft a wide receiver this year, right? You're drafting at least by the third round, we should draft a wide receiver in my mind. Um, I do think that is a position in need. I think there's players that that fit that we could get. Uh, so that is one that I need. But what we're not talking about, what hasn't been brought up as much, the offensive line is better in my mind. Guard was a glaring hole, right? And now I feel like with Connor McGovern, you've at least solidified that position. We know who's going to be there. Have in that we though? Position. We know who's going to be there, but is he, you know, how good it, how how do we know how he's going to perform? That's it's, the thing like he's not great as a run blocker. Right. Certainly an upgrade over what we had last year, though, at the guard position, right? Yeah, so yeah. at left guard, maybe, right? Yes. So the offensive line is basically the same. They, they right? just they got David Edwards. Barry. Ryan Bates is going to play right the guard, depth, right? The depth is better. Yes. The, yes. But that's okay. still, that but, but in the, my mind, Connor McGovern alone is the upgrade, the glaring hole sure. on the and, offensive line. And that's fair. He's, he, you can call him an upgrade. I would agree with that. But the, the starters are the same. The, the people who get the snaps are the same. So it's it's hard to say, are they an upgrade? You know, we obviously we don't know how Connor McGovern's going to play out, but you would expect his position to be better. But really, they're the same. The yeah. same? Does that make sense? What's like, I'm, I'm not, not impressed. You know, like, what's more important in the Bills offense? two number four receivers. I'm not impressed no. with that. That's not going to beat the Bengals. But you, know you also have Connor to trust. McGovern over 
Roger Saffold. I look at it this way, right? When the Bills got Cole Beasley, did anybody think that he was going to turn into what he was for Josh Allen and this team when we signed him? We knew he was an upgrade over here or no. When we first signed Cole Beasley to the Buffalo Bills three years ago, four years ago now. Wow. Crazy. Right. So when he first became a Buffalo Bill, nobody was like, oh, this is going to be the number one slot receiver for the Bills in the last 20 years. And he ended up being there, right? Like he was that good. And and he was that reliable but, for Josh Allen and had he was that connection. reliable for Dak. Right. He was, but he wasn't. Dak Prescott player. had more touchdowns with Cole Beasley than any other year in his <laughs> career. And this is and why so we saw that. We this, saw that before he got to Buffalo. Right? My right. point being that I think that Bean and McDermott knew what they were looking for for Josh Allen and that these two guys, as Sterling started by asking me, are going to exceed their expectations and what they've produced so far in the NFL with the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen because they have Josh Allen, because they fit the, what this team is looking for, because the offense knows how to plan around okay. what they're bringing in. So let me ask my next question. So I think we're all in agreement that the Bills haven't done enough uh, in terms of arsenal and weaponry for Josh Allen. We can all agree to that, right? Yeah. So so there's this rumor floating around now. DeAndre Hopkins is apparently in Toronto. So I guess anybody <laughs> that's in a, uh, you know, a hundred mile radius of Buffalo, uh, you know, More than they're, they're, he's signing or 300 miles, let's say 300 <laughs> miles that he's coming to the bills and, you know, uh, just a hearing, different country. Right. And, and hearing, <laughs> I mean, but I don't know why he would be in Toronto. Maybe he's he just wants to, uh, maybe, maybe, you know, <laughs> Listen, He's not in Orchard Park, you know. He, right. And I'm sure somebody's going to say, you know, we just saw him at Duff's. We saw him at the yeah. airport. And I get yeah. sick and tired of that. And now that everybody's verified on Twitter, you don't know who to effing believe anymore, right? <laughs> so I see sick. wings. Until I see wings from Duff's in that guy's mouth. Bruh. He ain't signing with Buffalo. You know, and he might be listening to the show right now and just might take a picture to troll you eating some <laughs> Eating the wings. Meat, yeah, yeah. Right? That's, I'll, that's, I'll that's get excited, world. though, if I see Duff's in that that's mouth. The world we live in right now. So okay, so we 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 we're talking about DeAndre Hopkins now. Bef- now pause there. Now let's go to Kansas City. They want him, and they're talking about having Kadarius Tony as their wide receiver one, which is all smoke. I don't believe in that. You got yeah. the Bengals with Jamar Chase and T Higgins, right? T Higgins okay. changed his number by the way. Right. Okay, and then you you got who else are we talking about? Uh, you know, we, we got the Bengals, Miami. we got the Chiefs. The Dol- We're not even the best receiving core oh, yeah. in our division. Yeah, we're third. Right? And uh, you you look at that stuff, and, I mean, Denver Broncos have a better receiving core or yeah, weaponry than the Bills. I would, do, I would I gladly trade yeah, those well, two. And that's I mean, what's you tough, got, though. You got three but, number two receivers in Denver. Right. But the Bills have the to- a top three receiver in the league. There's Correct. a different tier there, right? But, Stephon Diggs is so good that when Gabe Davis was struggling, you could still just rely on him. Right. But the fact of the matter yeah. is, you you know, after Diggs, like teams have figured out how to roll covers to Diggs to kind of, you know, stop him, right, so he doesn't, like, just break a game open. And the problem is, as we saw, after that, they ain't got nothing. Mm-hmm. They ain't got nothing. And look, we saw D-Hop at, at Bar Bill 7.30. See, he's already there eating wings, so you heard it here first. So put DeAndre Hopkins, insert DeAndre Hopkins to the Bills. So let's talk about compensation, okay? Uh, what do you guys think compensation would be 
for uh you know for DeAndre Hopkins? Are you gonna have to ship out at Oliver? You know, what is it going to take? We know that cap number's high. Uh, DeAndre said that he would eat some of that uh, for, new, for a new team. So, Anthony, what what, do you, what, what is your opinion on compensation? Or yeah. do you even want DeAndre Hopkins? This is – so I will, I will start there. I've been kind of out on the DeAndre Hopkins hype up until the last couple of weeks because now seeing what the Bills did, I was all for signing a receiver, right, getting somebody a true number two there wasn't much out there in free agency. DJ Chark was a guy who I brought up on our show or, and and on Twitter saying that I liked him, right? If they if that was a guy, I was kind of like, okay, the Bills could find a way to make that work. And he is an upgrade to what we got now. But once they missed out on that and like decided, no, that wasn't the direction we were going, the D hop situation did become more like, okay, we have to do something here, and that's the guy to get. I was always against it because I thought the financial cost is like way out of the Bills League, right? We can't afford a $20 million wide receiver, whether we want him or not. And that was the conversation two months ago, a month ago. Now it's it's okay. When you talk about cost, trading for him, what are we going to trade for him? Uh, seventh round pick in 2022, right? <laughs> like 20 million, 22, 20 years from now, right? Whatever. They the Arizona Cardinals are not in a position to, to bargain for that, right? Realistically, they might get as much as a third round pick. That's all that you're going to get pick wise. The real compensation comes in the form of where do you get the money? And I do think that's where Ed Oliver comes into play Ed Oliver. You know, he's consistently good. He has not been amazing, right? We, we, there's a lot more that we wanted to get out of him. So I feel like if you could work in the Ed Oliver trade, Give them that salary, right? Now you create another hole, which is never an ideal place to be. But by creating, by giving them at Oliver, you can take on the salary of DeAndre Hopkins and say, okay, now it's worth it. And at that point, guys like Eric, who said, look, we need to splash on offense. We need to go all in, say, I don't care if we have a defensive line anymore. We've got DeAndre Hopkins and Stephon Diggs. Let's go, right? Pause there, pause there, Anthony, pause there. Eric. What do you got? I, what, well, what is your just to follow up to Anthony real quick, but you have Josh Allen. That's yes. the strength of the team, right? So, yeah, give Josh Allen all you can to, again, tr- let's try to break some records. You got an extra game and a quarterback in his prime, generational talent, right? So, yeah, that, that's the mentality shift I'm talking about. You know, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, sure. You want to trade Ed Oliver for DeAndre Hopkins? Uh, I think I'm all for that. Just because guys like DeAndre Hopkins don't become available Mm-hmm. for a third round pick. I mean, we saw AJ Brown go last year, but he went for a lot more than that. Right. Obviously a different talent. I think Deandre Hopkins is towards the end of his career. Uh, but really, I think this comes down to what do you think you can get in the draft for the bills? Right. Okay. Do you really think you can get one of these top four or five guys. And do you mm-hmm. like all five? I think that's right. really important. If the answer is no. And if the answer is we don't think they could play the number two role. Mm-hmm. I don't think maybe one or two is a, a, a receiver one, maybe. But most of them, I think, are in the two range. Now, if they don't think if they don't like them, they don't think they could come in and contribute right away. I'd give I'd give up a third, right? I I would overpay. Okay. You you would overpay for. DeAndre I would Hopkins. overpay. Now I'm concerned about injuries, like everybody else. Yes, that was again, something I was going to. You got to roll the dice a little bit because this team needs to get over the hump. Right. You got I would roll the dice. I don't think a third round pick is going to do that for this team. That's why I was saying earlier, no matter what, I'm drafting a wide receiver by round three. Right. I'm getting one of those top at least 10 wide receivers. Right. But 
there are only, I think, four or five that I personally really want. And we'll get, I think we're going to be able to talk about that later. But when it comes to the wide receivers, like you said, I don't think any of them, not from one to five, is good enough to throw in on day one and be like, you're our number two, have fun. I want some type of veteran to be like, okay, you're safe for now. And then he's the guy we're working into that role. Uh, and that's where I think Hopkins can play all that right, role. All right, so Granted, he's I got a longer contract to take on too. I'm starting to feel a little bit different about DeAndre Hopkins. I I I like the player I see. I don't like the age at age mm-hmm. 30. That mm-hmm. that to me, what you know, we, we talk and, and I think the three of us we've talked about this on you know numerous times, but look at the Rams and what they're doing right now. I mean, they got their Super Bowl, okay? But in terms of long-term success, they're toast, right? So and, and we've seen for the past two off seasons, the Bills, go, Brandon Bingo, have restructured these contracts and so forth. You you went out and you signed the aging Von, Von Miller who got hurt. Now that's not, we didn't know that going in, but do you ever know? And so you go out and, and you're going to give up. I'm I'm good with trading at Oliver. I'm okay with that. But for a 30 year old wide receiver, Stefan Diggs is 29. How much more, uh, how many more years can you get production out of, a DeAndre Hopkins out of Stefan Diggs, where you don't have really anything behind those guys, barring you trade for DeAndre Hopkins. We, we don't know about, you know, people talk about Khalil Shakir, but my, my guy only caught 10 passes. Like, mm-hmm. let's be real. And so he's still very much a question mark. And, and then we, we went out and signed these two street free agents. And I'm like, and then we got Gabe Davis, who's not ready to be a number two. So, now, I, there's a, this, you know, idea, well, you know, if you get better a, a better slot player, it'll mask some of the stuff with, with, with uh, Gabriel Davis. I, I say, now, let's get a wide receiver, too, that can do all the things. Like, I, mm-hmm. let's put, can we stop playing with this, man? Like, the, the Bills don't have anything behind Diggs, and you're overpaying uh, a Dawson Knox, who's extremely talented, but do, do – do we really need to pay him that much if we're really honest, like for the production? Like I look at Travis Kelsey, obviously he's the best tight end in the league, Mark Andrews. And I'm like, they get used. Dawson Knox mm-hmm. doesn't. Why? So is it, you know, it's like, is it, or is it, do we put all these people in this offense and the bills can't seem to find a way to get these guys to be productive? Naheem Hines. So what are your thoughts on that? Is it a, is it a, a play calling offensive design do you feel like, yeah, the Bills need to get younger, let's push off the DeAndre Hopkins thing, or or you guys are still set, like, let's go Hopkins all the way this year? No, I think I'm going to cop out here and say, why can't you do both, right? Mm-hmm. This isn't just a youth movement. But they won't. Receiver. That's the thing. The, they no, won't. this is – we need to we need to make build an offense, right? The reason Dawson Knox can't get open or he doesn't get the ball is because team's key on him, right? It's not a favorable matchup. Right. There's no number two tight end they have to worry about. There's no, you know, sure. Gabe Davis had some good, good games, right. Had some injuries. So like, okay. I think those injuries affected him. He, you know, he's getting singled up. So we right? got so my, my point is why can't we draft a receiver and sign D hop and make it a nightmare there, for defense? It all depends on how much you like the receivers in this class, right? How much are you willing to give up to do that? It sounds to me like Sterling saying, Hey, we need to draft it in the first round if one of those top guys is there and not wait to one of these third round guys and, and wait to pick one of them instead because we need to start thinking about the future now. And I, I could get on board with that. 
I'm okay at this point saying we draft a wide receiver in the third round this year. Then we probably draft a wide receiver in the first round next year when hopefully it's a deeper class of, of talent that fits this system, right? So I would be on board with that. And again, still trading for DeAndre Hopkins. We haven't talked about the 2.0, which is obviously OBJ, right? Like, okay, maybe DeAndre Hopkins is gone. What happens with OBJ? Similar thing, right? Injury concerns. Okay, there's other teams interested. He's asking for too much money. He wants more years guaranteed, even though he's got a big question mark attached to him. So I think that you you still monitor that situation again, as Bean has said he is, to see if if anything's changing on the OBJ front. Um, but I think right now it seems like D Hop is a number one. You want to get him in the building, and no matter what, you're drafting a wide receiver this year and probably drafting one next year because you're losing Gabe Davis um, after this season, most likely. Yeah, you're so, not going to pay him 15 million on top of everything. Oh, absolutely have. not. But the thing is, the Bills they they love to hold on to guys. Now, I they did let go of Tremaine Edmonds, which was a surprise to me for 18 million. Though, not that's, by choice. <laughs> yeah, for 18 million a season, that was right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. But, but Eric, you make a you make a good point. Uh, why won't they do both? Like that makes a lot of sense. But it's the Bills, and they won't do that. And now you have a whole. <laughs> So why right? that's the problem that's, that's why i feel like we're in offensive purgatory because they just don't operate right. that way if you look at look when sammy watkins 2014 right can we not do this y'all know <laughs> what i'm about to back. say y'all know what i'm about to say they just haven't dipped their fingers in the well and i don't count stefan diggs as a first round pick like brandon right, Beans, was, mm-hmm. it, no that doesn't count i'm glad you got steph but you, you like the whole idea. It's like when, when Josh Allen, there was no plan for Josh, in my opinion, there was no plan for Josh Allen when he first got drafted with weapons. They went and got Kelvin Benjamin. Like, <laughs> are you, you can't, are you, yeah. are you serious right now? And so, why should I have belief that you're going to do right by Josh Allen in this offense this year? I just don't believe mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. now you look at 27 overall, and guess what? You need a middle linebacker because yeah. you let mm-hmm. go of Tremaine Evans. And I understand that. But you mean to tell me that you're going to trot out Terrell Bernard and and Dodson and, and, and no. try to sit up in a press conference Inspector. and say, oh, yeah, Bale Inspector. There's Inspector. no way. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. I, I'm sorry, fam. I can't, yeah. I can't do it. And I'm tired of the whole Gabe Davis stuff. He can do it. Like, Bob the Builder can do it. Yes, he can. Gabe <laughs> Davis cannot do it. No, he cannot. So I'm I'm done with that. So the Bills they they gotta they gotta take it seriously, man. I just don't feel like they they, to, in my opinion, that they're not taking wide receiver weaponry serious enough. Like we, we're so proud of running backs. You took James Cook day day two last year. We they've taken Devin Singletary day three, or was it day? Well, he was a day two pick, and and, and Moss third. was a day two pick in the third round. So huh. it's like we're investing in in the positions. Uh, that that to me that don't matter when if why won't you go get a cost control wide receiver? I, I know you know there's something to say that wide receivers in the first round okay the value is in the right. second round but they they need the opportunity to take a good right. receiver right and that's that's important. But I was high on Christian Watson last year, mm-hmm. right? I thought the Bills were going to take Christian Watson. The guy had four three speed and he's six foot five. That could have helped. It helped Green Bay late in the year. I understand they might have been a little scared off from the uh, Division Two, right, in North Dakota State for him. Um, but yeah, Elijah Moore the year before that, right there for the Bills. So here's a question, and this is a 
from John Harbaugh. He said he's not related to Jim or John. <laughs> but because uh, I was going to ask some questions if he was. Be sure about that. Would you give up a 2024 pick to move up from Jackson Smith and Jigba? Ooh, JSN's a tough one because now, lo- you think about that. Hold on, Eric. I want to. Well, I want Anthony. You go. I want you to go first on this. Yeah. Would you give I, it up? No. No is the answer. No, if this were last year, with the quality of receivers that were there last year, I would have given up this pick, 2023, for one of those guys. Yes. And I know in hindsight that's easier to do, but we had shows from last year, so you can go back and see what receivers we liked on there. Just in general, there's a consensus that last year's wide receiver class was a lot stronger than the top of this year's wide receiver class. So now I'm just not sure, although I do like him, I'm just not sure. I don't want to give up that first round pick really for much of anything because now you're you're mortgaging what you could get next year. You're hurting yourself in the future by doing that. At some point, you got to take a risk, right? You're giving up the third maybe to get Hopkins, okay? And that that's a risk, you know, given the injury. You're going to draft somebody this year. If you give up that first round pick and get him this year, what if he's not the guy? Okay, hold Now on. you've given up what you got next year. So hold you that. got Hold that thought. Okay, Eric. Go ahead. What was a was it a you wanted to give up a twenty twenty four first twenty four to first. go get Jackson Smith? And I mean, are you going to the top ten? That's sure. really far. Sure, sure. I would say, look, I like JSN. I think he's my favorite receiver this year. Uh, very smooth, but again, like Anthony says, I have to agree. You can't mortgage the future for something like that because I think you could move up and get wh- whatever receiver falls out of Zay Flowers, you know, mm-hmm. Jordan Adders- Addison, JSN, Quinton Johnson. You could give up less to move up, you know, further back in the draft. Okay. Okay. So I think that's a little too much to give up. Listen, Sarah's my girl. Okay. She's smart as a whip. And I agree with her. You give it (laughs) up because here's the deal. The bills aren't going to be picking in the top 15, the top 20, the top 25 anytime soon. You got Josh Allen. This is not going to, unless he gets injured, knock on wood, he won't. It ain't happening. Mm-hmm. So why would and you're at all these restructures, these contracts and so forth, you're you're gonna be cap strapped. Why would I, I would be okay with going to get Jackson Smith and Jigba, who I think would be he would complete your offense. You get him, you don't have to draft two or three more wide receivers. Mm-hmm. You put mm-hmm. him at number two, you could I mean he could play at number two, he could play in a slot, I believe, you know. And then that's where your Deontay Hardy's and your Trent Sherfields. That's where they start to come to life. Oh, and then Khalil Shakur, whatever he is at this point, that's where they come to life. And so I just feel like it, I, I'm okay. I'm not, I don't want DeAndre Hopkins anymore. Like, I'm mm-hmm. good on that. Like, if you're going to make that deal, you should have done it already. Are you going to wait till draft night? And then if you get him, I'm really going to be like, I'm going to be excited for a minute. But at the same time, what are we doing? Yeah, so I think I I agree with you, actually, on that point alone. Worst case scenario, you don't get DeAndre Hopkins. You don't look at OBJ, whatever. You're going into draft night with what we currently got. You give up whatever it takes because that is a a big hole in your offense still. Wide receiver, too, is still a big hole in our mind in this offense. My, My issue is, what if you still have that hole at linebacker and you have that hole on at wide receiver? Now, where do you go with that pick, right? If you give up, presumably, your 27 and then next year's first round pick for the wide receiver, where do you go at linebacker? You know, do you give up more picks to get the linebacker in the second round? Because that's still another glaring hole at a leadership position on the defense. 
So I mean that's it's a skit that is worst case scenario, it's right? Tough. Maybe maybe they would sign a veteran linebacker and then do that move and boom, right. you're checking it off and you're okay. But we can't go into the draft with a whole at wide receiver and at linebacker in my mind. That would well, be that's worst what they, case. But that's what they're doing. <laughs> like <laughs> presumably I'm saying right. they if they don't make the DeAndre Hopkins trade or sign another veteran at linebacker who is good right. enough to start. Yeah, we'll talk I, about I, that in a minute. I, and I don't think there's a linebacker on the free agent market. Um you know that not left, yeah. Right, yeah. that's left. Nothing look, exciting. Look, look, Walter S says Sterling is lying. <laughs> He's gonna be hyped as hell if we get D Hop. <laughs> it's easy to say that you're right. You're gonna now get a, you're gonna have... get a jersey that says D Hop <laughs> on the back. I know. You, you know what? Know. And just because y'all said that, I will not do it. Okay, and I won't be excited, Walter. All right, I'm not gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. I'm gonna tell you why. Because I'm a I'm a I'm forty. Okay? I'm, a, I'm about I'm a that life. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm forty. All right, but I'm. Okay, I'll be a little bit excited, but I, I ain't going to come over here and tell you I'm excited. I'm going to be like, you know, I don't really like the pick. You know, I don't really <laughs> like the, you know. And, but the Bills ain't going to get them. I, I don't feel like we're at a critical place right now where I don't feel like it's going to happen, right? So we got a little exercise, right? Let's talk about draft fits, okay? And we're going to do a mock draft here in about five minutes. I'm going to pull it up here in a minute. But. Here, here are the rules of – we're going to talk about draft fits, and then I'm going to give you the rules of the mock draft. So, at 27, I'm going to ask you a question. And I only want yes or no. Mm -hmm. Do you stay at 27 or do you trade back? Anthony, yes or no? Do that you was a multiple choice. Trade back. Trade back <laughs> is ideal, always. Okay. Eric. Trade back. I guess. What are we trying to accomplish? Look, look, look. He, 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 he's, I, he's a kid I got to know what's going he on. He can't here. answer the simple question. I think you stay at twenty-seven. You stay at twenty-seven. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Now, give me your whys. Why do you stay at twenty-seven? And uh, Anthony, why do you trade back? Uh, literally, if you go back and listen to our analysis, the three of us on the Hoof Podcast in the years we've been doing the NFL draft, you know what we always bring up and always say is ideal. All of us pretty much consensus every year. Ideal situation is to trade back and get three second round picks or get two guys in the second round that are quality. Why do we always say that? Because there's multiple guys who are going to fall just by default because what do we love every year now? Quarterbacks. Let all the quarterbacks go in the first round. Ten quarterbacks in the first round because that means the talent is falling, right? And, and we say that every year because it is true. If you can move back and still get linebacker, right? That's where this conversation is probably going to go. If you can still get the linebacker you're looking at in the second round, then you're going to be at 27 saying, hey, who wants this pick? We'll move back because we think we can get him in the second. Nobody's going to take him ahead of wherever we can get for that 27th pick. Plus, we still have our other second rounder to pick, you know, whatever wide receiver or other position that we're looking at. Yeah, just what we need. More Cody Fords and, and Zay Jones. <laughs> second round picks. That's what we need. Yeah. Let's, let's get three second round picks. This team's been horrible at drafting oh, the second round. That, and that's the Break thing, the man. curse, man. That's true. The got to stay in the first. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the pass rushers in the second round, too. <laughs> I think you stay in the first because, well, I this has been said, this draft class is kind of weak. Right. So there's only about right. 15 true first rounders is what Daniel Jeremiah said. Um, but so I think you stay there and see if one will fall. There is four quarterbacks, right? Potentially four, potentially five. Mm -hmm. Right. Heard Hendon Hooker might fall in there. But 
I mean, you got to get best player available at this point. I think the Bills are trying to build up to that point. Do right? they, though? But Do we they? know we didn't need receiver. That's a big need. We know linebacker is a big need. But, I mean, they filled every other position, right? We like to say it's best player available, and I think that's well, BS. With, would would with you them. be upset if they took an edge player? I think there's Ooh. a lot of value in edge. I think a lot of those those players will fall. I, I, that's their biggest Nolan need on Smith. paper, in my opinion. Edge is their and, biggest And this edge class paper. is weird because they're, like, hybrid, too. Like, who's an actual 4-3 edge player this year versus uh, you know, somebody who plays, you know, kind of the outside linebacker mm-hmm. role? Mm-hmm. It's really, really – cloudy this year right but um but i think you you know they've always had that mentality to take best available and i think when you're sitting in the back row at 27 you just see what what comes to you and try to you know make the best decision you can but you are the one who was arguing that you gotta go offense and i I agree you would be livid if they pick a pass we talked about trading back or we didn't say trading up now i would be okay if they traded up for one of those wide receivers because again i want to change the mentality I want to get this fan base hyped. Like, let's get over the hump. Let's beat Kansas City. Let's beat Cincinnati. Okay. You know, like trading up for a weapon would do that. But trading back. But what if JSN is long it. gone, which which I Which he will be. be. Yeah, right. Well, so maybe. I mean, the guy didn't gone. play last year. You know, he doesn't have top end speed. He's smooth. Well, Tom, real Tom smooth. McShay. Tom well, like, McShay. Tom McShay. Like, I think it's kind of a mixed Stand bag. down. teams are going to have these guys ranked differently is my point yeah for sure for sure he could fall to 15 18 you know you're you're almost like hey can we give you just a third and hop up there to 18 right it becomes achievable at that point becomes realistic Yeah, it does it does would you say the same about quentin johnson Ooh, good question um i like quentin johnson i like his upside oh god the guy's he looks like every top receiver. He's like Mike mm-hmm. Williams, but a lot faster, right? You love that. Um, he, he's something different for the Bills, too, right? We, He's not really a, a big separation guy, although he is fast, but he's big-bodied, right? They could definitely use that. Yeah. I like him, but his hands are a little make people a little nervous, but I think you could definitely um, get that fixed. He's also the tallest of the ones that we've talked yeah. about so he has far, 6'4", right? So, I mean, he's, he's a big guy. I would say he's oh. probably – the most likely true number one wide receiver in the draft. You agree with that? He had, he's might not be there yet, but he has the most upside to become a true number one receiver. For sure. I I would say Marvin Mims to me has, I think he's, he's Mm. up there with Zay flowers and and those guys. I think he's on the caliber of Quentin Johnson, uh, Johnston. Zay flowers Uh, is like a weapon. He's a movable weapon, right? He's more like a Tyler Lockett. He is, he is a polished receiver. I think he'd do well in this offense, man. Uh, I'd love him as the two. He's one of the guys I like it as the two for sure. But um, Eric was asking about one. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And straight it up. You got to get a one. Oh yeah. And and right. And this, this is just us on the couch. Just imagine what they're going to be feeling on draft night in the war room (laughs) trying to figure out what to do because, here's a point here by my dog. He said, uh, you know, the bills find themselves in the corner at linebacker, get Campbell yeah. and do the maneuvering after that. And that's the thing. Like you yes. don't have, so it's like this. Is it poor foresight where you knew you could have locked up Tremaine two years ago, right? You should have, I, I, I say you should have yeah. did that. Then pay Dawson Knox. I mean, with, with his agent 
go for that though, because he know he knows the guy's the he, same age as the guy's coming out in the draft. That is he's got true. Years experience. He knew yeah. he was going to be the highest paid. Line we don't there. know what was coming out of their camp. My my yeah. thought was that that's what happened last year because he had kind of a down year. The Bills were probably like, "Hey, we'll give you you know twelve million a year," and he <laughs> yeah. was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh," because yeah, yeah. That, he's like, yeah. He was gonna I don't like Buffalo that much. All right, so. <laughs> yeah. So let's, no, he's let's not like on. Matt Milano. <laughs> right, right, Matt right. Matt Milano, man. Woo, yeah. my guy. Yeah, yeah. Sign that deal. <laughs> Lock him up. Extend him. All right, so why don't we uh, switch on over to, you know, the last part of the show tonight where we're going to do our, our mock draft. Can you guys see my screen? Okay, yeah, zoom so, in a little bit. Just a little, probably zoom in a little if you can. I, you know, you just stop being old. Uh, you're old. So, <laughs> you're, you're the man here i'm the man i'm 40 uh you're all right so, in the beard now yeah huh? i know i know man <laughs> I, i'm i'm there dude i'm there okay so in this mock draft here here are the rules okay i'm gonna i'm gonna put it out there for you guys you can't draft defense in the first round killing me man. you can't i don't care i don't care if jesus christ himself is there at defensive end you can't touch him okay, okay? okay. Uh, or, or you know, just, just okay. So, with that being said, you have to go offense, okay? And so, in this mock draft already, this simulation, we've seen uh, the the good tight ends are gone. Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, but John Robinson's gone, uh, and Quentin Johnson's gone. Jackson Smith the Jigba went eighth. Okay, eighth. so, so this is a very realistic simulation of what it could look like for the Bills on draft night. Now, Bills are on the clock at 27, okay? You have your choice of Josh Downs, because you no. can't go defense. Do you want to go offensive tackle, right? So you got Josh Downs, Dewan Jones. You got, uh, you know, Torrance. Osiris Torrance, mm, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, you, I mean, if you're looking for wide receiver, yeah, you mean, you see Marvin, <laughs> I mean. He's it's, scrolling. No, it's, <laughs> Basically, have one choice at wide receiver, which is down. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm not taking downs. I, I, right. So, okay. So let's let's look at, at the trade. Let's look at the trade option. So at 29, okay, the the New Orleans Saints says, "Hey, we'll take your 27." So let's see. We're not gonna get. We're not gonna get not, uh, 71, right? Or let's say no, they don't want Ford. They, don't, they ain't gonna give us 71. So they will give us 115 and 146. We can we can get. Uh, middle, Fourth. you guys want to take that trade? What what number are they in the yeah, second round? They're they're twenty nine. So they're oh, they're 29. only two spots. Oh, two right. spots. Right. So I'll oh. I'll be asking for one fifteen and one forty six. Do you guys want to do that, or you want to stay here and pick a guy? I I'm picking a guy. You're picking a guy. And yeah. You're happy with this board right now? I mean, no, I'm not happy board. with it, but it's the cards you're dealt. You gotta you gotta stay and take it. Or okay, so we could go here. Let's do this. We could. You honestly, don't need late round go, picks. You got. You got to. You have to find an offensive different. Let's make. say you're not going to find that in later rounds. This was. I will say that this strategy is what the Bills used in the second round last year. Remember, right? right. Traded down. We're like, oh, two spots. Okay, now who wants this one? We'll go down three more spots. Just pick up some scrub picks for it, and then we ended up getting our guy later in the second round. Right. So, so the Houston Texans says we'll give you thirty-three. So I take you out of the first round. Okay, so let's say 33, and they would have to give us 65. Would you mm. do that? Yes, I would. Eric? No, we're staying here. We're taking an offensive player. 
Okay, okay. Which player excites you then, though? That's the thing. Osiris Torrance is the one that I saw and I mean, said. Torrance, Desmond Jones. But that doesn't move. Desmond Jones, big body, right tackle. I don't, tackle, I don't right? know who got a Des- mobile quarterback. I don't know who Desmond Jones is. So Desmond he, Jones, he, right tackle. DeJuan, DeJuan Jones. Jones? Okay. DeJuan Jones, my bad. Um, but, yeah, I, I like him. I'm looking at him. He, fill that right tackle spot. But when you have a mobile quarterback, a big the right, right tackle. Hold on, spot. hold on, hold on. So you're yeah. you're telling me that you want to go draft DeJuan Jones, offensive tackle, to compete with somebody that you have all this trust in at right tackle. We have trust in Spencer, Spencer Brown. Brown. We have the trust Bills do. The Bills do. Yes. They say that, but do they really? It's yes. an upgrade. They I went and got David Glessenberry yes. again. They've been, they've uh, been anyway, preaching other about guy, the excuses with him, and, I, and it makes sense. I feel like looking at is, you got to look at the tight ends here, right? Luke M- Musgrave, tight end two spot. You could run some hey, two tight end sets, they, run the ball a little more, but I think – that's Still another an offensive weapon. weapon. That's another right. option. That was the argument, right? right? Luke offensive Musgrave weapon. more than a capable. So, so you would pick end. him here at twenty-seven, where you could get him early. You can make a trade back and get more assets for day two or three. So you take yes. him right here, right now, because you, I, you're likely not going to get okay. him in a trade back. So, so, so if we're only Eric, picking offense, which is not realistic anymore. You want Luke Musgrave, Anthony? What would you do here? I would definitely take the trade down. I mean, we already talked about how I think that's more ideal. And you're only talking about this. You're talking about the second pick in the second round plus uh, plus the third round, right? So that is that is bonus right there. Eric, for me. You're, you're getting there's fired, just not bro. Somebody, you're, you're if, getting fired. If he's saying there's 10 guys down the list and we're only moving down one, two, three, four, five, six spots, there's only five other guys getting picked of the 10 that you like right here. I, I so can't. I, I, I have listen, to take it. I got to take the trade, bro. So let's let's go to Houston. We're gonna get out of the first round. I I, I just I just you're gonna give me 65, and I'm gonna give you 27. You you're gonna give me those two, Houston. If you take it, they said no. So then screw you, Houston. You you know you're not. Give me thir- give me 33 and 73. I'll take that. And I, I'd take that still, yeah. And give me 201. Give me that. Okay, we'll take 201 off the table. Oh, they know. They know. Okay, they know. Screw they you. Know you're hey, you know, Houston, we're not fooling with you, then. We're not. We're not doing this with you, Houston. Let me. Let me get. Let me get somebody vulnerable here. Just take Jalen Hyatt. You just shut your mouth. Is what Four you're. Four three do. speed. I don't care. He, he's in the first round. <laughs> hey, where are you gonna find four yes. two, three speed? Where are you finding that at? Get, listen. You're not. I'm. Are you the new Raiders, man? You get him in the third round if that's the guy you want. This is this is buns. This is buns. I mean, but who's pulling a Bill Belichick last year? Uh, We're taking a name out of a hat. All right, all right. We got a trade here with the Arizona Cardinals. So we're gonna we're gonna give them 27, and we're gonna take 34, 96, and 105. That's that's a pretty darn good trade. Okay, now we're on the clock. So who was taken? Josh Down. The Chiefs took Josh Downs. uh, Lucas Van Ness. He's defense. Uh, and Nobody that Jack even... Campbell. Jack Campbell went first. The number uh, blah, 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 of the second, second round, round, first pick in the second round. Jack Campbell gone. Osiris Torres gone. All right, so that was we, the pick. We're on the clock. We got to make a pick here. So I, let's let's we're screwed. We're so screwed. Real if you're only going offense now, I'm curious though. Has has uh, the linebacker gone, Campbell? Yeah, he yeah, went. He just he went. Said that. Oh, yeah. he did. Yeah. At How about the, Drew Sanders? Drew Sanders, right? Yeah, Drew Sanders is on the board. Six but we foot can't five, take similar playing style to Tremaine Edmonds. Okay, so who are we taking? We got we got Jameer Gibbs running back. 
Joe Titman. Hell no. Uh, Sam Laporta. We're still just offense or what? This is just offense, buddy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These handcuffs that. are rough. So, man. DeJuan Jones, I guess. <laughs> okay. So how do do you think Spencer Brown needs to be upgraded? Is the first hey, question. I believe Spencer. It Brown would be needs beneficial. Be you need depth competition, but yeah, is is it need? DeJuan Jones. We, need is too strong of a word for me. That position to be locked. I would be. Oh, I don't know if DeJuan DeJuan Jones might play better at guard. To be honest, so let's take Dewan Jones. Right the guy he is, but I think he could play guard too. He's he, he's a big body. He's right? a big body. He's probably better suited to play guard than he is tackle. So let's take him here if with he's the idea. Flexible, you can be a yeah you know. depth guy. Again, I, I like I like Luke Musgrave too. We should have that conversation. Oh my god, Luke Musgrave! Why do you like him so much? He's a premier tight end, right? Yeah. Route running. He can do it all. He's a great blocker. The, at this point in the second round, I wouldn't be mad if they took one of those tight ends because it is a deep tight end class. But that tells a lot about your offense. Now you're committing, committing, not like, oh, we might do more two to right, end. Right. We got to make you're a pick here. Got to do something, right? Paper, rock, scissors, Musgrave or freaking uh, Dewan Jones. I say, let's go Dewan Jones. I can't, I can't take a tight end right there. Sure, show. Let's not, go. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> say, these uh, these scenarios are unlimited. Are they charging you okay. per, per mock here? You, you, <laughs> shut, you shut your mouth when I talk to you. Okay. So, all right. So now we can take defense. Defense is on the board. Okay. On the board, we could take defense now. So we we got a guy that 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 can play right tackle to challenge Spencer Brown. Okay. So the line, and now we got some young infusion of talent, which is the Bills have been needing. We're good with that. Uh, but we still have a hole in middle linebacker. Glaring hole at middle linebacker. So what is that linebacker right now? Not. Uh, linebacker, we got. Uh... I think we're comfortable Oof. with Dotson. Wait, there, wait. Right? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Oof. I, I'd say your best <laughs> bet <laughs> is probably. Uh... Balen Specter. Man. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd look at Henry Toto, but not in the second round. No, Sewell's intriguing, but. Eh. Uh, Ivan Pace. I mean, yeah, it's 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 and the it's, wide receivers. How much are the where are we at with wide receivers in here? Oh, Kayshawn Booty is the guy that Marvin Mims is here. Mims is there. So, so yeah, I want to go wide receiver. I mean, I like I do like Michael Wilson. I know he's had some injury problems, but. I'll pass. And I don't know if he would – I mean, Gabe Davis will still be here too, in my opinion. I like Kayshawn Booty, Cedric Tillman, Marvin Mims. Th- those guys, to me, you – you listen, you got to do it. I-, I can get one of these other linebackers and, and uh, you know – I'll tell still... you what this scenario is telling me, that the Bills are picking linebacker in round Exactly. One. That's exactly. what this scenario is telling me because I'm. it makes me wholly uncomfortable that we're waiting to – we still have a glaring hole <laughs> yeah. at the Tremaine yeah. Edmonds spot. Marvin you know, Mims? Well, you could have had Van Mims. Mapp, Mims is an okay pick, pick here. Okay yeah. pick? He's your best option. If my That's pick. what I mean. No, I agree. But I, I'm not thrilled with the position of it, you know, but I'll, I'll take him for sure. He's, All right, let's, he's let's one of the guys him. I want to target. Let's take him. At least we got a guy. We got to do everything wide receiver that you put him at wide receiver too. He could do all the things you need him to do. Okay. Now. Uh, let's see. Now Third you're round. taking linebacker whether you want to or not, right? Because you're screwed. I mean, right. <laughs> better like, value, though, right? Yeah, the value is a little yeah. better here. Um, 
Who are we taking? Ivan Pace? <laughs> I, I, I love Owen Popo. But the only I, one I've looked into is Doran Williams, so you're getting out of my knowledge okay, realm. Bring okay. in the professionals. All right, so <laughs> look, at, at pick 91, value-wise, I think it's between Henry Toto. Hey. I know Henry Toto can come in and play middle linebacker, right? I know he could do that. Uh, Noah Sewell and, is intriguing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. I, 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 you know, being at Alabama, you know he can play pro-style. You know, and and it's linebacker. I feel like is the position because it's Sean McDermott's defense, and now for real, right? Sean McDermott is taking yeah. over defensive play calling. That's the position that you need to trust, right? So it's really it wouldn't surprise me if they take the tenth guy down on this list if that's the guy Sean McDermott says. You know, I I believe that this guy is the one I can trust, whether he can play or not. Right. So um, that's oh, why it's hard to read this, but you're right that. I think the two guys you named because of where they play, Alabama, pro style, right? They know what they're doing there. That guy is ready to play. You know he knows the position. He knows what the NFL is going to be like. Uh, Oregon, less so, but still, maybe. I mean, uh, so that's that's it makes me nervous beyond the first round, basically, if you if you don't pick linebacker first. Is the yeah, Michigan so, tight end left? Check the tight ends. See if, uh, Luke Schoonmaker, you, yeah. you want to go tight end here? Okay, Let's Schoonmaker's here. here. You want you want school maker? Yeah, I mean, I, like I love him. a Michigan guy. I, I mean, I, I'm Zach Coombs is dope. What's too. he like? Six foot seven. I know he's a. He's tall. I love that pick here. All right, all right I'll take let's, that. Let's go yeah. school. We're let's, going all in offense. Let's and, do it. And, <laughs> and, and we can go. Uh, we, we're at ninety six, so we could still take uh, oh, a Carl back. Brooks. Let's Carl Brooks. You, you want to take an edge here? Yeah, because I think Carl Brooks can play uh, defensive tackle or on the outside. And, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Okay, outside. All right, okay. all right. This it's is shaping up. Guy. Okay, and, and we we still have. Uh, let's go Tanner to linebacker. No, let's go to linebacker. We still linebacker still in need, and and these guys are still here. So we're in the uh, fourth round here. Now we have to. We, I, mean, I think we. So so I think it's between Sewell, Popo, and Henry Toto. I think those guys give you the the better upside than Dorian Williams and Ivan Pace. Did we get a receiver yet? We did. Marvin that Mims, was second round. Marvin Mims okay. in the second. Get another one. <laughs> yeah, you might. Oh, oh, but okay. I'm still I'm still looking wide receiver or I'm still looking linebacker there. I think that's that's the spot to take one of those guys. Um oh, you take boot here, right? That, that's now Kayshawn Booty with that that that's good value. Bryce Ford Wheaton. This is some good value here. Right. There are Xavier some Xavier Hutchinson. What's he ranked at? I like Keishawn Bouti, and that's a guy that a lot of people aren't talking about because, of, you know, the stuff at LSU. I'd say give good. me the tallest of those receivers because now you got the complimentary piece in Mims. What do you need? I'd, I'd say that means you need a big guy, right? You need a Let's big guy. Let's talk about Bouti a little bit, though. He came out early. He was almost forced out of LSU, it seemed like. Right, right, because he, he, he likes of, the boom, boom, He got boom. in trouble, got in trouble. Yeah. He likes the boom. But he was going to be a top prospect next year, right? Yeah, he, he was on pace to be a, a top a, a one first round receiver or mm. I don't know much about him. So that's, that's what I'm asking. But but here's the problem with that. Number one thing that I would say automatically he's off the board. Any guy with character issues is right. not going to be picked, especially after the, the old punter issue last year. Yeah. It's, it's just so not Xavier happen. Hutchison, Kayshawn Booty, who you or, or you want to go developmental upside Bryce Ford Wheaton. Those those are the three here. 
Who's the tallest? That's oh, <laughs> in the fastest. That's not tallest real. In the fastest. <laughs> tallest in the fastest. Sarah says, Sarah says, take Hutchinson. She loves Xavier Hutchinson. She, I think Kayshawn Booty is better, but, but we'll go with that. Okay. Now, all right. We still don't have a linebacker and, and it's, it's not looking pretty folks. Uh, but yeah, I, I got to jump off here. I got another setup after this, but thanks for having me, Sterling. You guys go ahead and finish this draft. Up. All right. Thanks, you, everybody. It's uh, it great being on Buffalo Rumblings, and uh, look forward to jumping on some other time. All right, man. Get out of here. See you, Eric. Later. All right. So, Anthony. Henry Toto? Yes. I think, I would, I mean, oh, I, definitely I, here. I'm glad he's still there because, you know, again, I preached about Alabama. Is he ready? All right. Most likely. Let's, for sake of time, let's go ahead and, you know, I think, let's go and just. What are we at here? Round six? So now? This, this is, is round five, pick, pick three. Oh, round five. Uh, let's, let's take some insurance here. Let's, let's go Cam Jones. This because we might, we're, we're sinking here. Linebacker. Late. I like it. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that at all. We've done that before. Uh, double down on linebacker. And then we can get a guy that has upside, Um, you know, let's go. Offensive line. Offensive I mean, line. I, I, you know, I always end up taking Trevor Reed. All right, that's our draft. So the draft is over. Let's see our grade, and we're probably gonna get a B or some B minus or some some mess like that. Let's see what they gave us. <laughs> they gave us an F for Marvin Mims. They're crazy. Yeah, they are, they are crazy well, for that. All right, get out of here. I would. Yeah, I, I honestly would not hate if that's how the board fell, and that was where the wide receivers were. And we took a tackle in the first round. You better take a weapon there. You're either taking one of the top tight ends if they're still on the board or a wide receiver at that position if you went tackle in the first round. So I'm okay taking him there. Yeah. All right. So this is it. This is B minus is not a bad exercise to do. Not. I, I like doing these just because uh, it, it kind of gives you an idea what they're going to be facing on draft night. And, and you know, the simulations are, they, they kind of vary, but I think one of the things that we found here on my show in the last three weeks is that, they're kind of the same people are still on the board when the Bills pick at 27, and it's not great. Like, the Bills might be forced to take Jack Campbell at 27. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw Houston come up and snag him in the first overall pick in the second round, and uh, that's the thing. Like, we talk about offensive purgatory, but I really do feel like if on at pick 27, the Bills will be picking a linebacker, yeah. and it's really hard. It's really hard to stomach that. Like, if you take Jack Jack Campbell twenty seven overall, I I would love to see them get aggressive and go get somebody day you know day two wide receiver early like trade up do what you got to do but yeah I don't think you can sit there at that point you again yeah I agree you got to make moves to to we already in this simulation we took a tackle to shore up the offensive line that which is okay I guess but not ideal as we've as we as we've decided. If you take a linebacker in the first, now you're looking at the same situation right. where wide receiver, offensive line depth, tight end, whatever your your wants were coming into the draft are all of a sudden, you know, in your face and, and push back and who you're going to get. So I agree that trading up in the second round, if you end up having to take the linebacker in round one, then you probably need to find a way to get multiple guys in two and three. Like I agree. Multiple picks that are offense. Heavy. I agree tight end, wide receiver, whoever it is you believe in. If if you come up and get, you know, an Osiris Torrance, who's a guy that 
a lot of people also have in that 27-ish range. Great, then I'm okay with that too. You've added the depth, you've improved the line, um, but you're, you're still going to have to add weapons, right. pass-catching weapons. Yeah, it's, 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 dude, this draft is one of the most important drafts in Bill's history since drafting Josh Allen. Like, this mm-hmm. is, that's how difficult you're going to, I mean, this draft isn't stocked with talent. It's just not, right? Like, I think you're going to have, you have good solid, you got about 15 to 20. I got like 22 first round, you know, uh, worthy selections in round one. But outside of that, you got a lot of depth. You got NIL and, um, you know, that fifth COVID fifth year kind of planning, you know, kind of hurting this draft class. And the depth mm. is it's depth is not overall, you know, it's not top talent, man. So it's going to be tough for them to uh, really come away with this draft. I mean, unless they get some hits and they develop and, and these guys are, you know, but it's going to be tough, man. So we'll see. Decisions got to be made. And hopefully we see a little bit more of that before the draft. Could be that we're waiting until draft night for that DeAndre Hopkins trade. Who knows? But, uh, you know, hopefully it's a little clearer a month from now. Yeah, well, you guys have been listening to the Buffalo Rumblings VidCast Network. This is the Chop Up. I'm your host. Absolutely. Thank you for having us on. It's always the best to get the band back together and talk football with you guys. Nobody else I want to talk football with. Absolutely, man. So uh, with that being said, dude, we out of here. Go Bills. Go Bills. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Support for this show comes from Wix Studio. Designers and devs, you might be able to do your thing better on Wix Studio, a web platform with everything you need to deliver bespoke sites hyper-efficiently. Design teams get a ton of smart features that can take the grind out of web creation without it costing per-pixel control. Dev teams, you get a zero-setup, developer-first environment, combined with an AI code assistant and your preferred IDE for rapid deployment. Search Wix Studio today to explore the full range of features.